0: Welcome to my cozy crypt. Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt Retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 23, My Brother's Keeper. (laughs) Ooh, <laughs> One yet, no, that's great. No, was it wasn't. It was
1: great. No,
0: it, it was great. No. I can't get the image of that that garbage puppet out of my head, though. Every time I, I oh. op- crack open that DVD and put it in, and I, I just and the menu's sitting there, I just yeah. hit, I look at his weird squished head, and it just makes me laugh.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and, and in <laughs> season two, they have the uh, that doctor silver medallion on the headband. Whatever that thing oh, is called. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. What is that? Is it just like, does it just reflect light so they can, is it like an old timey like headlamp? I oh, was wondering about that.
1: Yeah. What if we uh, decided to dress up as the DVD menu specific <laughs> Crypt Keepers? Like if we went to a horror convention or maybe a Tales from the Crypt Convention. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> are you a uh, season two uh, DVD menu Crypt Keeper? <laughs> That would be... The only place where we would be recognized correctly. Yeah. And we would just be like, man, these people know their stuff.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, welcome to another episode of this dumb show, Dale. Here we are. But this is a good one. My Brother's Keeper starring our favorite actor in the world, Timothy Stack. Is that his name? That's his name. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um... Holy moly. This was a, I, I, I enjoyed this episode. I, 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 I was, I wanted to tip my hat over text message you earlier, but I, I held my breath, but. Uh, yeah. It, it kind of, it cheered me up a little bit,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same, same here. We, um you know, we, we've come to the point where we can't text each other about the stuff we're watching because we got to, <laughs> s- you know, save for the show. We're That's at that sad. point in our relationship. So now we got to hold it all in. Mhm. But this one made uh this one made me happy too. Uh, and aside from the fact that it contained, you know, our favorite actor ever, ever of all time, Tim Stack, yeah. which is a truth. Yeah. The the the
0: concept of this one was just it, it it's very tales from the crypt. Uh it just made me so happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, completely. It was uh, it was way more on the slapsticky side of things, and mm-hmm. I was just ready for it. This is what and, I needed.
0: Yeah, and Tim Stack, he he, it was a curveball because he kind of played the straight man in this. Like, not not that the other guy was very funny, but he was sort of like the the straight lace guy. U- usually, I feel like he's. He's more. He's he's got like a lot of those goofy one-liners coming out of him in the character Mm -hmm. he plays. But yeah. um, But yeah. This is uh, my brother's keeper. the The gist of this episode is we've got two brothers who are conjoined twins. They are (laughs) attached at the butt, as they say. (laughs) Though I told Melissa that that they're attached to the butt, and she was like, "How do they go to the bathroom?" And I had to, I had to clarify that it's not it's not like butt to butt. It's like the the hip area. So they're side by side
1: right they're not just like centipeding their poop into each other's poop (laughs) yeah yeah
0: Uh, yeah and uh uh, yeah so these two guys and of course they couldn't be more different um one likes going to the symphony he's a he's a he's a straight-laced guy um and he's sort of our he's sort of our main main character um But his brother is like, he's brash and body and like, he likes wild sex and he's always swearing and, you know, being a womanizer, blah, blah, blah. And of course, uh, so the, you know, but they're like, what? They're like in their 30s, late 30s, maybe 40s. I don't know. They seem pretty successful. We never see what job
1: they do, but they have a Ferrari, right?
0: (laughs) Like, yeah, right. the uh...
1: (laughs) The beginning of the episode, they're driving a Ferrari.
0: Yeah, which is kind of a great it, it was a great way to like paint their characters really quickly cuz they're they're driving the car. You don't know they're conjoined yet cuz they're just uh you know in in the car. And the guy Timothy Stack, he won't drive fast and like his brother's getting annoyed with him and he like he just like puts his foot on the pedal and makes him uh floor it. <laughs> and Tim Stack is losing his mind, he's terrified. <laughs> it like quickly shows their two different personalities. Um and what we're in for. Uh, but yeah, and they get. Of course, they go to a uh, a German doctor, right? I mean, every doctor in Tales from the Crypt is like vaguely German and vaguely evil sounding. Yeah,
1: yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, it gives them a, an air of panache and prestige, but also, you know, there's this illegality to it. Like, yeah, it's never quite you know above board. It's always that feeling <laughs> yeah. like you know you can get a those kind of doctors can get away with more, or they do get away with more. But he's like,
0: yeah, uh, he, you know, he looks at their disgusting flesh tube that connects them and he's like, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I can, oh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, I think, you know, he's like, yeah, I can do it, but, uh, the 50, 50 chance you'll die. <laughs> the, uh, the, the body brother, he's like, yes, let's do it. Signs the paper. Um, but Tim Stack is like, uh, you know, he's, uh, he, he kind of realizes that, uh, um, you know, he's been attached to his brother his whole life. And he's like, all of a sudden, am I going to be lonely? You know, Afraid of what? At work, we'll be separated forever. Well,
1: maybe that's what I'm afraid of. Maybe I'm afraid that once we're separated forever, that that I would be lonely. Lonely? God damn pussy.
0: This is yeah. what I, I know in life, you know, being attached to this guy. No matter how much it sucks, this is, you know, what I've known for 30-something years. So, he kind of like, he's like, let me think about it. Um, and that's sort of like the rest of the episode is is him trying to convince his brother to sign the paper so they can get separated. And things go pretty crazy. Yeah. There's like, you know, the af- after that opening scene, they go to a nightclub. <laughs> and this yeah, is like where bit. Tim meets his like love interest. Yeah. He's like reading. A, both of them are like reading books at this nightclub. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, and the brother and uh, Eddie. Uh, yeah, Eddie is the uh, the brash brother Frank. Yeah. Eddie and Frank. Eddie and Frank. Eddie and Frank. Yeah. And Eddie is there to make lewd comments and dance his little heart out and get crazy for the night. How about those dances that they were doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is this the? Uh, yeah, you know, they were you doing make t- fists and make a circle that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. What is that? I don't know, but as conjoined twins, conjoined at the butt cheek, you know that's one of the only ones. Yeah, they could really yeah. reliably do.
0: Totally, yeah. But though they had a lot more, um, they had a lot more play than I expected them to. Like they, they had a, there was some slack in that rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's a good one. But how about when uh, when this girl that that Eddie likes accidentally like like they're dancing and she accidentally like goes between them and but gets stopped stopped and they put like rubber Uh, band sound effects in (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and that's how she finds out that they're conjoined twins
1: (laughs) yeah if you picture uh, somebody like running towards maybe like a a a waist-high railing and then just like (laughs) folding over on top of that railing that's what it was in between these two bodies just folding over there yeah. tube that connects the two of them together, their flesh tube in, <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. it was so funny. Yeah, it was good.
0: and then like the whole nightclub stops and they're they're just like, oh my God, look at these freaks,
1: <laughs> yeah I like how the uh it really you know, the car and the nightclub just basically set the tone for the for the kind of episode we're getting. It's not yeah anything but hilarity, you know, on an, mm-hmm. on an, uh, a PG-13 to R-rated level.
0: Yeah, and when when do we see the flesh tube? Is it in the doctor's office? Is it the first time we see it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. First, we're, we're we are um, treated to an x-ray of it. Oh, yeah. And it yeah, is yeah. just a tube of muscle, it looks like on the x-ray. It's yeah. disturbing. And then they show, like, the varicose veiny flesh-colored oh. tube. Oh, my God. And it's like, I think they made it, like,
0: pulsing, too. Like, because the doctor talked about how there's, like, aortas and veins in there, and that's, like, the challenging part was, like, separating those out without, I guess, the bleeding out.
1: <laughs> yeah, without killing the oh. tube.
0: I mean, it's great. I mean, you got to you gotta see it to believe it, but it, they did a great job. It just looked like, like rubber, like, the skin just looked like
1: a, a balloon <laughs> stretched <Yeah>. over, like... <laughs> Pulsing blood and veins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and when gross. And when they weren't showing the flesh tube, I mean, they really had, they did a good job of conjoining the two actors, Tim Stack and Jonathan Stark. Um, mm. So they could always be connected there, you know, even when they're doing some pretty physical stuff, like falling yeah. over and uh, stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They have that amazing fight scene, at, like towards the end, where they're like, it's like a Pretty physical fight, like going over tables and on counters, and you know, yeah, rolling each other, and and it worked well. It was hilarious to Mm -hmm. watch. This is. Have
1: you ever seen that stupid movie, that Fairley Brothers movie? Dale,
0: did that pop into your mind when you
1: were watching this episode? You know, it popped into my mind, but I hadn't seen that movie. But I, yeah, but it's like one of the closest things to pop in my mind.
0: I think I've seen like half of it. It's, what is it even called? Is it? But it's like, it's like Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear. They play conjoined twins. And it's <laughs> like, it's, I mean, it seems like it's basically the same exact setup. Huh. Yeah. So, so the, like there's this tension. So like the girl they meet like comes back, like she, all of a sudden she calls, she calls back up. Like after she, like at the, the nightclub, she was like horrified and ran away and, Tim was like crestfallen. You'll never see her again. But all of a sudden she calls out of nowhere. He's like, Hey, I want to go on another date. I'm sorry about the way I acted. Um, and Tim is just elated. Yeah. They go to the symphony and all this stuff, but his brother in classic brother protest refused to like shower for a week before the
1: date. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> And he wore yeah. his like
0: pajamas to the uh, symphony.
1: I like how they was, uh, his br- Frank was able to get him in dress slacks and dress shoes, but he wore his disgusting <laughs> yeah. pajama top. Yeah, it was funny, got, but it yeah. it was all in a in a protest to get him to sign the paper. So he was just yeah. going to scuzz it up and you know be as repulsive as he could. <laughs> in an effort, it oh, was such
0: a jerk. Yeah, he, he had to have been the older brother, right? Like as jerky as it was. Yes. Yes. I think so. (laughs) If there is an older and younger one, I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that guy is actually played by the, um, like the human, um, assistant in Fright Night. Chris Sarandon's like human Mm. assistant, uh, Billy, I think his name, he had a real boy name. I think his name was Billy in that movie.
0: Yeah. He looks kind of like, like some scenes when his face was sideways, he looked like Bill Paxton to me.
1: Yeah, no relation as far as I can tell, but they both had that same sh- structure.
0: Yeah. But they were good. I mean, the, them being brothers was pretty believable. Like they they were uh they were good. Oh, both of these guys did a bang-up job <laughs> on this silly premise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and so the, the you know, the rest of the yep, yeah, Frank is just trying to maintain this relationship with this woman he loves and his brother Eddie is trying to get him to sign papers uh, and yeah. there's a, a certain ups Completely I mean the whole episode's absurd, but they <laughs> the twin brothers are laying in bed together and um Eddie is like being ridden by a dominatrix as his brother Frank is f- like four inches you know their butts <laughs> are touching and he wants to Choose this moment to propose to his lady love. That scene made me feel like this was the most Dale episode we've watched so far. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes.
0: It yes. made me happy that you would be laughing at that that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so Tim good. Stack, he's like, he's like, he's like, telling his his date. He's like, uh, just I just in these moments I try and just just make my mind blank, think of nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this dominatrix is chain you know I mean she's wearing chains and like yeah the, like, he's like a horse. he's got one arm like yeah. handcuffed <laughs> just whipping so him
0: funny. with that that thing that dominatrix used whatever yeah, that is. and then like the the girl like the dominatrix and the 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 Tim's date like they go to the bathroom and the you know the, like give her a, t- a pep talk like come on, you gotta you gotta really juice it up here <laughs> yeah, so she comes out and she's like, you know what I can't do this." I think he had, like, did he have proposed to her there? Yeah. On that bedside? Yes. Man. Yeah. I guess when you have a conjoined twin, there's no good time.
1: (laughs) Right. You got to do it. You just had to, he had had to do it. You know, he had to do it. And uh, there's no privacy. There's no good time. So, Frank had to do what he had to do. Props to him for that. Yeah. But she left. He's, like,
0: destroyed again. And they start, they start fighting, right? This is where the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> like he is just fed up with his brother trying to ruin his life and they, they like have a rough and tumble
1: like fight in
0: all through the apartment and it's yeah. pretty
1: fun to watch <laughs> it's really it's really comical and it's really well executed I mean for in terms of technicality and you know uh, placement of the fight of the two of them who are connected at one side but they're punching yeah. each other and throwing each other uh, you know on a coffee table to like smash it <laughs> to pieces and stuff it's really funny really good yeah
0: and he's like he's like at the end of it he's like so mad he's like alright I'm gonna sign it and then all of a sudden his date burst through the door and she's like she's like I have a confession to make your brother basically hired me mm. <laughs> to pretend to like you so that you would sign the paper so
1: you never really care about me well I wasn't supposed to but I fell in love with you Frank
0: you did I, I mean I don't know if you can forgive me but if that proposal still stands. Oh it does. Oh it does. it does it does. I'll marry you Frank just the way you are.
1: And it's great. It's like holy crap. Wow. I yeah. didn't see
0: that coming. That's amazing.
1: I know. That whole that whole conversation that took place was just out of the blue and it was beautiful. I mean, she did she genuinely loved him. Yeah. And she, she didn't want, you know, 50 I wouldn't take a 50-50 bet no. on my life, you know? Oh my god. No gosh. way. Yeah. No way. Not good odds. No. It is not so. She didn't want him to, you know, bleed out on the operating table. So she says, "Don't sign that paper." And yeah. I will marry you. Yeah, pretty amazing. What's mm-hmm. his name? Eddie. Eddie is pissed.
0: Eddie's only out for Eddie. So what does Eddie do? He picks up a butcher knife and puts it in her back and kills her immediately. My God, it's gruesome. Well, though, though this effect is pretty funny when she's lying on the ground. Like, uh, you can see like <laughs> where
1: like the the fake back was like pasted onto her back <laughs> really you could see yeah. that <laughs> yeah, i hadn't even noticed i just noticed uh you know it was gruesome standing up and then when tim stack later on her side it started oozing more blood i was i was oh. fascinated by the actual yeah. uh attention to detail <laughs> that it was like you know when it when it was disturbed it was agitated and it got worse wow totally. yeah she got uh. i mean she was cleaved, dude. It, it was, went deep. It was in there, yeah. It was yeah. like two in, first two inches of that meat cleaver. I don't, and, it, and it doesn't make, like, because
0: of where he was standing, the leverage, he did not have leverage to uh, <laughs> put it in that
1: deep and, like, get through all that, all those backbones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, uh, that's a job for butcher. Yeah, yeah. You know? But we got movie magic here. Yeah. <laughs> he murders her and then he calls the cops because he's just fed up because his brother won't sign the stupid papers. Yeah. And, you know, he's going to do something about this. So he's going to send them both to jail. He calls the cops and confesses. it says, my name is Eddie uh, Decatur, whatever his name is. And uh, I just killed my brother's girlfriend with a meat cleaver. Yeah. Send, the, send cops now. <laughs> and in, in reaction to this...
0: Um, so they established earlier that any, like if one of them gets drunk, the other one gets drunk too. So, so Timothy Stahl, he, he grabs his brother's bottle of sleeping pills and basically downs the whole bottle and then just starts chugging, uh, vodka. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stole. His brother's like pleading with him, like, what are you doing? You're going to kill us. And of course that's, you know, that's kind of the plan. He does it. Uh, and as he's, as they're like going to sleep <laughs> because of all the pills and booze. He's, he finally signs the paper so that yeah. they, they can go through the operation. Uh, and that, that cuts to a great scene where they're, they're laying in the hospital bed <laughs> and the bad brother wakes up and he's like, what the heck? Where am I? And, He's like, "Yeah, oh, you're in the hospital." Uh and he's like, "Yeah, oh, you can't he said something like you can't do anything right. You can't even kill us correctly." <laughs> like, yeah. We didn't even die. <laughs> Piece of crap. And then um after he like assaults a nurse, the uh nurse <laughs> lets the uh police crew in, says they're going to charge him with murder. And he thinks this is great. He's going to drag his brother to jail and, you know, oh yeah. Going to punish him for not not signing that paper. But then they pull <laughs> they pull the beds apart. Oh and man the operation went through and it as a success and they're not connected anymore.
1: <laughs> yep, they just have bloody bandages where their tubes used to be. Yeah. And uh, wow, like, it was, I mean, at this point, we knew they were separated, right? Because yeah. it's Tales from the Crypt, but the way it was set up perfectly, their hospital beds were perfectly together. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing for effect. So, you know, at least Tim Stack could have a little bit of the, uh, you know, last laugh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his brother's just like, oh, he, he just can't believe it. He's like, no, no, don't let take me away from you, Frank. you are going to put me in a game. Oh, what's come over you, big brother? You're acting like a goddamn pussy. you are going to put me in the gas, gamer. Yeah. And Tim Stack just like, yeah, I don't care. This is great. <laughs> yeah, he's just, I'm going to do, he says, I'm going to do enough living for both of us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And then he and then he hits on the the nurse as soon as his brother's gone. So he's got like the implication there is like I don't know. He like stole his brother's bad attitude or like <laughs>
1: shitty attitude <laughs> towards life. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's what that's the only thing I was confused about because I think I don't know if that was supposed to be like another twist ending or yeah. Did there was our cross contamination in like personalities or did actual the the personality of Eddie end up in frank's body or something like that i couldn't quite figure it it out because what he said to her was so abrasive like it wasn't hitting and i noticed when i went back i was
0: pulling clips his his brother says the exact same line when they're at the symphony to an old like an older lady as they're walking in but but tim stack pulls him away real quick like he doesn't finish the line but you can like when i heard it again i was like oh that's the same line um, oh, yeah. But it, but it's confusing. It didn't need to be there. I don't know. I guess they just wanted one last zinger um, to go out on. But it was yeah. super out of character, even for the silly thing. Like, it was like,
1: yeah, you know, but I mean, if and if it was p- and if we have just pure Frank in that body. He would, I mean, it would have been a better, if he were to get the high road and still get a kiss on the forehead or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, truly yeah, yeah. show that he was uh, on his own and was going to make something of himself or something weird like that. It was just really stand out as as a, a yeah. weird line. The only thing that I, I like, it, like,
0: maybe it was just like his brother putting him through hell, like, turned him into a monster. Mm. Which, yeah. you know.
1: And he might not ever be able to shake that.
0: It's funny how much this um this will come out after our demons episode but it's kind of funny how some of the same themes were um explored in demons as far as uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what happens in this episode like the similarities ma- manipulating our main character and uh kind of turning him into a monster. Yep.
1: It's all it takes sometimes. Woo. It's the yeah. straw that you know breaks the monster's back. Yeah. As so I'm 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 chalking this as a W.
0: I think it's good. It's got our boy Tim Stack. It's so it's goofy. It's it's that tales from the crypt goofiness that I just it's it's hard yes. to not love.
1: <laughs> yes, completely. It is it was a thing of beauty this week. It was uh worth yeah. worth the wait. Totally. Cuz totally. we had a couple like frumpy uh frumpy episodes, but this one mm-hmm. this this one's a win. What mm-hmm. about next time, Dale? Well, next time we have an episode Entitled The Secret, Orphan Boy Theodore is adopted by the Culberts, who are an eccentric, eccentric rich couple with a very dark secret. They aren't the only ones. What? They aren't the only ones. That's how it ends. They aren't the mm-hmm. only ones. But um, Larry Drake in it. Oh, nice. One Dr. Giggles. Let's see. Who is that's. He's Tobias. It's directed by J. Michael Riva production designer and art director known for iron man django unchained and the color purple wow whoa and this is our is this our last episode of season two yeah last episode of season two wow we man this is full season it was yeah we put in the time first full season and it was uh good stuff Yeah. yeah
0: quite a ride quite a ride all right dale should we wrap this up you got anything else to talk about
1: Uh, That is it for this episode of Tales from the Crypt Keeper's Coffin.
0: And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, kitties.
1: Love you, kitties. Love you!
0: Find your brother's company stimulating. Hmm. Oh, really?
1: More stimulating than, let's say, oh, a tank of nitrous oxide and a twelve-inch vibrator, because that's the kind of party I throw, babe. <laughs>